You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 324. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Hello, it's Marisa here, still getting over a cold. And this will be interesting to share today's topic through the lens of being somewhat down. And by somewhat, I mean, I tend to push through a cold, not necessarily my advice for you, but sometimes also I think I'm feeling better and I get some things done. And then I realize I didn't quite have the energy for what I thought I did. And it sets me back a little. And the reason I share that this will be interesting to talk through the lens of a recovering cold is that today I want to talk to you about time management. I actually intend to kick off a series around time management. So I want to invite you to DM me quickly within the next 24, 48 hours. And let me know if there are specific topics you want me to go deeper on in terms of time management. It's a pretty broad topic, right? What What is our intention with it? In this episode in particular, one of the artists I coach asked me, How do I schedule my day to achieve my goals? So I thought today I would talk to you about my ideal day, what it looks like and what it actually looks like. And that's why it's interesting to say this through a cold because I'll be more truthful (laughs) because right now I'm squeezing this podcast in between meetings and about to teach ornament painting, which has been such a joy. I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone who joined me for ornament painting this week. Also, if you're on the email list, the Daily Painters is open today until midnight for the last time this year. We are also, we have a painting date scheduled for this coming Tuesday. So if you want to join us for this new creative adventure called the Daily Painters Membership, I would love to have you with us. Get in on the ground floor, help us create what is going to be something truly special for my fellow artists and my friends who intend to make creativity one of their top priorities this year. Speaking of achieving goals and Having an ideal day, mine definitely includes creativity. You know this about me. So DM me your thoughts on time management. And by DM, at Creative Thursday on Instagram is best. I'm not a huge fan of Facebook Messenger. I don't always see those. So let's just keep the channel really specific and DM me at Creative Thursday. I appreciate that. And 
also save the date for January 8th, 2024. I'm hosting the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge. And so this is the inspiration for me to begin talking about planning. You know how much I love planning. It has become one of my favorite topics because it has gotten me through the last few years, it continues to help me grow. It is something that brings me so much peace now and used to be something that I fully rebelled against. And now I don't know what my life would look like without it. So I love to teach it. I love to talk about it. And so this episode, I happily share with you what my, well, how I schedule my day. Right. So save the date again for Profitable Artist Planning Challenge. We'll send you more details soon and invite you to join us. I'm also working on the Creative Planner, a new design for my undated planner with creativity in mind. So stay tuned for that. And come and join us in the Daily Painters if you are hearing this on Thursday, December 14th, before midnight. It would be wonderful to have you with us. This is giving me so much joy. That's all I want to say. Making art, creativity, giving me so much joy. So that is how my ideal day, well, my ideal day starts with thinking about what gives me the most joy. And I recommend we all start with that in mind. What gives us the most joy in life? The reason we are achieving goals is to ultimately end up bringing more of what we love into our lives. That's that's it at the end of the day. And without sounding cliche or just trying to simplify it all, but it's just, you know, to feel happier, to feel more peaceful. So getting clear on what that is for you, what are those feelings that tell you you are in the zone in your life? What does that look like for you? I know one of my artists was saying to me when I ask questions back as a coach, which often happens, right? A lot of times we have the answers inside of us and It takes someone to ask the right questions. We also eventually learn how to ask those right questions to ourselves. When we have answers to those questions, a lot of time management becomes clear. It's when we are moving in a direction without any specifics around why we're moving in that direction. It just takes a moment to pause and reflect and get clear. And this is a wonderful time of year to do that simply because much of the world is taking a pause as well. And sometimes having less noise just gives us a little bit more space to hear what it is that is trying to come to us in terms of our own intuition, in terms of someone who may be trying to talk to us and we just need a moment to listen. Anything, any guidance that's coming to us, we need a moment to just be with it, to just be still, to be quiet. And this is that time of year. It is for me. 
If for any reason it isn't for you, I understand. Think about a time of year that is. For the purposes of this series, for the purposes of today's episode, I'm going to talk specifically about the moment that we're in at the end of another year and how do we take what we've learned this year and move forward into the next, which is something I do every year. So I promise to keep this short, partly because I've got a meeting to attend, but also I want to see how quickly I can break this down for you. And so let me answer this question, how I schedule my day to achieve my goals. And I like to refer to that somewhat as my ideal day. And I'll tell you that my ideal day starts with my weekly plan. Since I created the, designed and created the creative planner, which is a paper planner that I sell. My ideal day starts with me having planned out my week on Sunday or Monday at the latest. And that ideal week really comes from me having an overall plan for the month, for the quarter, for the year. So I am already thinking about 2024. Actually, I have for the last couple of months. And I do like to use the end of the year to finalize basically what 2024 is going to look like. And I remind you, all of it can change at any moment. But having that structure in place, having a framework, if you will, helps so much. It helps so much, but you can't, again, have that framework without understanding why you're going, where you're going on its simplest term. But we will save that for another episode. And in the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge, I step you through some of those questions. And even if you've done them with me before, you've answered them at some point, you're a different person this year than you were last year at this time. And so we revisit, we revisit answers to these questions. Sometimes we forget, right? We think we answer it once and that should be it. Done and done. So my ideal day starts with weekly plan that I take pen to paper, more specifically markers, tons of colorful markers to paper in my creative planner. I manage to fill it out the entire year, just about just about. I can tell when life goes off the rails a little when I'm not doing that. And the last few months of this year have been, well, let's just say they are the reason I have this cold because I squeezed in too much. I just did. And sometimes in life that happens. Sometimes we agree to events projects. And it's easier really to keep moving forward with them than to not. Sometimes there are commitments to people when you're in business. I take my commitments very seriously. I'm not saying I'm not willing to also take care of myself and make other choices and talk with people openly about those choices. But if I can make it happen, I will. And sometimes that means that I get run down and I end up with a cold, which I really haven't had one since 2018. So then I'll tell you 
what the last few months have looked like. And they've also been so wonderful. I've loved everything that I've done over the last few months. But the first weekend I officially had off that wasn't involving some activities, some work, some conference, some holiday, some wedding. Oh my goodness, was not missing the wedding. Was not missing the wedding on how special that was. The first weekend I had the space is when my body said, that's enough. We're going to quiet you down a little. And it's still saying you need a little more quiet time. So I am welcoming going into the holidays for a reset because sometimes life gets going at such a pace. And by life, I'm going to speak specifically around business as well. That's a lot of what we talk about on Creative Thursday. And you just got to kind of roll with it and do the best that you can. And if your health is affected in that process, you have to honor that and do the best that you can around those moments as well. I've been through that also this year. There's a lot I've gone through that at some point I may or may not share with you, but just know it's been it's been intense behind the scenes. Sometimes I say I will wonder how I made it through this time in the way that I did. And I'm already just acknowledging that I have and I'm proud of myself for showing up. So coming back to what I've promised in this episode, how do I schedule my day to achieve my goals? Well, I get clear on my goals first. I get clear on the year, as I said, my 90-day plan, my monthly plan, and my most important weekly plan. And here's just a quick overview of what I juggle within any given week. So these are areas of primarily work and somewhat life. The majority of my business is focused on teaching, mentoring, and coaching. This includes podcasting, leading workshops, leading and creating, I wish there was a better word, content for the Expansive Artist membership, which runs all year, leading and creating Artful Selling, which is my my favorite, my only course, my favorite course that I teach in January. So stay tuned if you'd like to join me for that, because we go really deep on a lot of what I'm talking about here uh, so that you have the tools in place to do this every time you evolve to set your business up with a nice solid foundation from which to grow and plan and have ideal days and achieve those goals. I love Artful Selling so much. And yes, we talk about selling and marketing. It's called artful selling. But but the secret is a lot of how well you sell has to do with what we're talking about right now. I also will be, already am, leading the daily painters. And as I shared with you, this the intention behind that is really to get me making art as well. So this is very, very exciting to bring this into the world of Creative Thursday again and share it with you. There's coaching with the Red Dot Society. This is a group coaching I lead. I have also opened up one-on-one spots this year so I could help some of you at a deeper level. There is community management in all of these programs. 
and there's emails, there's messengers, there's DMs, there's a video ask channel that I reply to some messages there as well. Then there is designing and making art, which has taken more of a backseat, sometimes by choice. And now by choice, I'm bringing it to the forefront again. So what's also happening for me in this moment is that this is a bit of a transitionary time in that I've got my plate full to begin shifting focus in a few areas of the business. And None of this happens without marketing the business, right? Social media, now that also includes paid advertising. Email marketing, a huge part of my days are spent writing. Photography, videos, and as I said, writing. Did I mention writing? If I were raising a child right now and sending them to college, I'd have to think about that. I have to think about that. Not that I wouldn't love for them to be educated at a university level, as long as the university is going to give them skills that they can use. And no chat GPT isn't going to solve all of that for everyone, but writing communication is key. I will, I will pause that tangent for now. Let's keep going. And Also, that has something that has taken a lot of my time by choice is education, learning. I've been in a coach training this year. I also make time to learn from, support, and connect with peers. I'm in a mastermind. I now also have a team of one full-time. We've been together almost almost going on two years, which is something to celebrate. And I have four contract contractors that specialize in different areas, have different expertise and areas of the business that I'm in communication with and, and have meetings with not all, but three of them I have pretty regular meetings with. And then there's admin. So even though I have full-time support, which has been incredible, the business is growing and more responsibility is coming. Ultimately, the business will need to grow again to have more support. But at the moment, we're trying to take the business to a certain level and then think about those next steps. But there's still admin, there's still bookkeeping and finance that is only for me to do. There's still data tracking and studying that data. And do I also have a personal life? Yes. Do I like to travel? Yes. Lately, that's been business focused, or I got to see my mom for a period of time. And there's that term self care. Um, which can feel a little bit polarizing sometimes because it feels like it's a luxury to have time for self-care. I understand. And right now, sometimes that looks like getting a good night's sleep and naps and exercise. 
and outings. I find that since we were in lockdown, it's become all too familiar for me not to leave the house and or make time for socialization, which is so important. So that's the quick rundown, a highlight, an over highlight reel of what I might be areas I touch throughout every single week. So there's no particular rhythm there because everybody that I'm in contact with, a lot of their schedules change. I try to keep my teaching mentoring schedule the same. So our members and students and clients have a reference point and, you know, they can plan their schedules, but just reading it out loud to you, that's a lot, right? It is. It's a lot. It's too much. It's, it's absolutely too much. And I'm not doing everything all at the same time. I'm not. This is just an overview. And a lot of what I'm thinking about right in this moment as I prepare for the coming year. So how do I take this long list and put it into days? It is challenging. It is. And I know as artists, maybe you're not adding the teaching mentoring side, but I know, I know the artists I work with, they have education as well. They're designing, making art, doing all of their own marketing. Oh, and there's fulfillment. I almost forgot about fulfillment. It's one of the reasons that I slowed my art business because then there's time to find a team member here to support me with fulfillment. And a lot of this planning, setting up your day comes down to prioritizing. And again, how will you know what to prioritize if you don't have clear answers to questions about why you're going where you're going? So here's how I do my best to structure my days. And then sometimes I'm on a train car, it is moving and I just need to see it through and make sure I get a good night of sleep at the end of that day. So I have found that I do better. I've shared this before when I have talking days on the same days. And for me, that lands between Tuesday through Thursday. So I see those days as more of the education-focused days, meetings. I see them as me. Those are the days I lead workshops. Those are the days, today happens to be a Tuesday that I'm recording a podcast. It just energetically, it flows. It flows well for me to be communicative on those days. Mondays, I can't explain why it is not my favorite day to engage. I think some of it is I withdraw on the weekend, maybe more from being outwardly on the internet. I'm not withdrawing from people I know personally, but I do Sundays, especially I like for for me, for Sean and I, just I feel that quietness. And I do think I'm more on the introverted side. I'm confused sometimes because I've learned how to build such an extroverted muscle, but I do need recovery time. And so I try to set up my week so that Friday through Monday is, is my time and Tuesday through Thursday is when I'm on. I try not to take any meetings on Mondays and Fridays. And like I said, I don't set up my own classes, workshops, 
if I can help it on those days. There are always exceptions and I really do my best to honor these boundaries that I have set for myself because it's either me that's going to bend or somebody else. And so why can't I stick with my boundaries? Sometimes I feel like I'm often bending and that then becomes frustrating. <laughs> and when we're frustrated, we get drained. And I recently learned in putting together a piece for the expansive artists on overwhelm that just the state of overwhelm really impacts our cognitive abilities. So a lot of times we're, we're overwhelm is just perpetuating more overwhelm because it's limiting what we're capable of, of interpreting, accomplishing. It, it wears us down. It ultimately would, you know, bring, bring us to a state like I'm at where we have lowered immunity and we're just run down. And so it's important to, I just say this as a quick tangent, it's important to really give thought to how we choose to navigate this and to understand that we've probably developed habits that are going to need changing. And that's also going to take time and very conscientious effort to make those changes. You're going to have to really want it. And sometimes that's easier when there's a reset, which is why, again, I wanted to talk to you about this now because there is somewhat of a natural reset on the planet during this time of year. I know sometimes there's a lot of chaos that goes right up to the holidays and then everyone gets a cold after. So maybe see how you can make this easier for you now or we'll visit after after Christmas or after the new year and get get a new fresh start then. Okay, coming back to, here's what I figured about my energy. I mentioned that Monday and Friday, I try to keep for myself. Also creativity does well with momentum. And if I have momentum, I like to have uninterrupted days. And I know someone can say, well, that's a luxury, Marisa. Yeah, it is. And I really appreciate it that I could try to have those uninterrupted days, but it has become more challenging. The more my business grows, the more responsibilities I've chosen to take on. Did I mention that there's no complaint here? I hope none of this sounds like a complaint because I've chosen every bit of this and I can choose something different. And that is a a freedom I am super appreciative of. So I've also learned that energetically morning not is not my time to be on meetings or to lead calls either. And sometimes I can't help it. I have people I work with who are my mentors who have morning meetings, but I prefer not to be really starting my day until 11 a.m. And to be honest, I think I do well from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. with a pretty big window if I were going to take a lunch and or a nap or just a rest between 1.30, 2.30 or 2 to 3. That is also a low energy window for me. But I seem to come alive again from between 4 and 7 p.m., which sometimes works and sometimes it doesn't when I'm someone who also likes to make dinner. (laughs) I do. I do love cooking and making meals. It is actually a way for me to decompress from the day and I enjoy it, but not when it's crammed into everything else, right? There is also the reality that sometimes we just cannot 
do it all. I know we say that, but I don't think we really, really understand what that means. It means that something has to go somewhere. So what is that going to be? That's why getting clear on your priorities is so important, right? You know, the saying I like to say uh, from Jim Fortin, overwhelm is busy without priorities, or I've said overwhelm is busy without focus. Can't have focus without those priorities. So that would be somewhat of my ideal day. And again, I do well when I have a plan for the week. I do well when I check in with that plan more than just Sundays. I check in the night before and I know what I'm working on for the next day. Any way that I can get ahead of what's coming, I feel so much better. Sometimes, as has been the last quarter of this year, it's just been nonstop. And there have been very few moments where I feel like I could really get ahead and I've just rolled with it. So here we are. That's why I'm recording a podcast. (laughs) Excuse me that I've had to pause a bunch with a cold. And I say, I'll do better. (laughs) And that's all I say, I'll do better. But I'm well enough to be here with you now. I promise to keep this short. So here we go. In rapid fire, I also do better if I start the day with exercise and or meditation, or I start the day with my earbuds, listening to something that either entertains me, makes me laugh, or is something insightful, spiritual, inspiring that really helps. Sometimes I am not a news person, but I will plug into a morning show like the Today Show to watch recipes, to watch entertainers. I find people's stories really inspiring. And so sometimes I just need to plug into something where somebody's just in their in their zone, right? They're in their spirit. I was watching this and incredible Italian chef and he was just so delightful and it just it just helped me start my day today to watch an Italian chef talk about what he's passionate about so finding ways that you can plug into something for a moment at the start of your day and that can look different every day I also Sean and I make time every morning to have coffee and ease into our day that way and we check in with each other And so that's really wonderful where I'm planning to go with this, this schedule. And it has been my plan is to make art in the morning. What happens is I'm behind. I end up checking email. If I don't check email until noon each day, much better. If I also stay off of social media until that time, and I really let my own thoughts, my own inspiration inform the day minus, like I said, what I might be plugging into to inspire me. And sometimes social media or, you know, scrolling on Instagram really rather does inspire me, but very often it's just a brain habit that is not beneficial to me. If I start my day with those kinds of boundaries, I typically do better. And I work towards that every week and I succeed kind of. But I have been very good at consistent exercise, which has made a huge difference for me, except when I'm not feeling well. And so sleep has taken place of that and taking it easy. 
And I also want to, within a week, you know, I'm getting much better about uh, better sleep, making a point for fun and socialization, even if I feel like I have too much to do. It it gives me a recharge uh, with the right friends. It helps me keep everything in perspective. Otherwise I can get bogged down. That can also be with Sean, just shutting everything off. We hang out, we listen to music, we have a glass of wine, we have dinner together. We love uh, movies. I love documentaries. I've said many times for the same reasons, people's stories inspire me. And, you know, we love, we love film and studying it. And that alone can also really inspire me and distract me, (laughs) can distract me. And all of these areas are touch points that I've figured out help me to thrive. And meal planning, grocery shopping, I actually love. I love going to the farmer's market every week. This feels like I'm nourishing our family and I just get really inspired by by meals and, and preparing meals. I know that I might be in the minority, but gives me a lot of joy and excited in a grocery store with good food. And so there's not a whole lot left in there, right? It's pretty, pretty full week. And of course, as I started to say, I want to make art in the mornings. I'm still not sure if that's the best time of day, but it would be ideal if I'm not engaging digitally, but instead working on art first thing in the day. Sometimes, again, I do better at the end of the day in the afternoon, but I seem to be the most creative in those two pockets of the day. And so a lot of this is also learning about your own energy, learning what works for you and what doesn't and then do your best and be gracious as you begin to adopt new habits. One, I've noticed two things about myself that don't work so great is a bit of uh, getting energy through adrenaline. I do really well with deadlines. Lots of ideas come. I get a, a hyper focus. That could be the way that my brain is built. That could be habits of doing things that way for a long time. That does not that does not really help me, but I do get a lot done. Also, uh, taking, I was saying there are two things, but I just forgot what the other one was and I didn't write it down, but this reminded me that I have become better about taking note of what I have accomplished. So reviewing that plan at least once a week helps me to see how much I do get done and just appreciating that it will happen when it happens. Sometimes it's not able to be so scheduled and so specific. However, it does get done. And so I do think, I will leave it here. I do think that we sometimes make a lot of this and we make so much about ideal days and plans. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about the plan, but the plan is is a framework, right? For you to work within. There's a lot about each day that looks different, which is exciting part of entrepreneurial life and can be exhausting if you don't know how to manage it. 
But a lot of this is going with the flow. A lot of it is. And it's a certain type of lifestyle that you're signing up for. And I think we can make so much of this that we end up stressing ourselves out instead of, again, just getting it done. And Oh, yes, I remember the second thing. The second thing is that when I create space in life, I actually am not used to it. So I fill it with something rather than leave the space. So I will be working on that this year and I will let you know. I tend to accidentally complicate things rather than simplify, which is what I crave. So that's actually three things that I'll be working on this year. So a lot of this journey will also be you trying things, making uh, mistakes that don't work for you, for you to say, hey, I'm so glad I figured that out. Now I can do it in a different way. And then as you grow, there will be something new to learn. So this isn't about getting it done. It's never about getting it all done. It's about how can we be present and enjoy as many days as we have here. And that comes with one day at a time, giving yourself grace and learning about who you are, being okay with setting boundaries, being okay with making changes in your life and in your business and knowing that those changes take take time and they take courage. So can you also appreciate that you're here, that you listened all the way to the end of this episode? I hope this is helpful. I Acknowledge that you are someone who is wanting to learn, who is wanting to make improvements. And that's enough sometimes, you know, that's enough. So more soon, again, send me your DM. If you have specific requests on time management, I'll I'll go ask on, on uh, Instagram stories. That's where I usually talk to you as well. And I will ask you if there's something I can help you with. It's not a code that we crack. It's something that we figure out for ourselves. And then, like I said, we do the best that we can. And some seasons we're just on the train car and it is, it's going. Nobody is in the front. Well, no, we are in the front and we know when we can stop it, but sometimes it's just a runaway train for a moment and then it will sort itself out. But do your best to take good care of yourself on the journey and as I figure out more, I will share more. I certainly do accomplish a lot and I am proud of that. And I'm learning for that not to be so much my identity either. So I'm learning something new every time I share details with you on this topic. And I always thank you for tuning in and listening. Save the date again for the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge. We can go a lot deeper on this together for the week that we're together because I'll be doing the coaching week as well. And I'll share more tips with you or answer questions about what I shared here today. So keep me posted. And last but not least, come join us in the Daily Painters before it closes for the last time this year. I don't know when it's opening again next year, but I cannot wait to make art with you and DM me if you aren't on the wait list and you and you need the details, I'll send them over. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time. 
Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.